that's a growler. Hello and welcome to the Never Any Minute, where we analyze, scrutinize, and three crazy eyes. The movie, The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howarth. I'm Tierney Seal. And I'm Scott Corelli. We're getting there. This Wednesday we are talking about Minute 22 of The Never Ending Story, which starts with a close-up of some upsetting many-faced people and a vulture. And it ends 60 seconds later with Chiron about to say the name of the warrior who is their only hope. We have two only hopes, guys. It's very upsetting <laughs> to me. <laughs> and and none of them carries a lightsaber. <laughs> nope. But we have more going on in this minute. Which... I, I have to correct oh, your summary that. for just, just a little bit. Uh-huh. So we've talked about how Fantasia is populated by many fantasy environments. And I choose to believe that this thing is not a vulture, but is related to the Skeksis from Dark Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could see that. Oh, I haven't Makes watched sense. the Dark Crystal in a long time. Next Dark Crystal minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone is doing that. Of course. In the uh, in the wide shot, there's a little uh, there's a guy that's like a like a like a ball with legs. He looks like Mike from uh, Monsters. <laughs> yeah. <Corporate. laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously he's not because that's like way later, but. Um, well, uh, I'm having a hard time deciding if this minute is more. The Star Wars Cantina or Beetlejuice, because there's a guy with the long face that reminds me so much of when what's his face Baldwin is trying to be scary, mm-hmm. and they like alter their faces, mm-hmm. and then Beetlejuice has the waiting room, which has a bunch of creatures. I don't know. I I think the Star Wars might be slightly stronger. Link. It's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there's, trying- there's creatures. <laughs> yes. These guys with the with the two faces with like the three eyes, um, yes. that's uh, a that's a good design too. They did a good job crazy? with crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, it's a good design, but I'm gonna have nightmares. I spent like I kept flashing back through it to see which one was the real eye and which one was the fake eye and which one was the real. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness! Makeup man, whoever did the makeup on this, the incredible uh, and. Tilo's acting is back. The Night Hob gets to do some facial reactions, which is always my favorite of his. And we had a whole discussion on how great, like, the the fact that he can do that with all this on his faces. Oh, yeah. He's amazing in these prosthetics and being able to still show all the emotion he needs to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the makeup person's name, Handy. I know we've mentioned it before, but... Yes, and you're killing me. I'm you're so me sorry. <laughs> well, I got distracted trying to find a customer credit because I'm obsessed with Chiron's giant sleeves so he can make dramatic arm-sweeping announcements. Mm-hmm. But the only costume credit is for our old buddy, Count Alderico. All right, which... so I do have some makeup artists listed here. Oh, okay. All right, so for the makeup artist, um, I don't know if these are in any specific order, but there's nine of them listed. We Ooh. have um, Brigida Ansari, who is a makeup artist. We have Colin Arthur, who is a special effects makeup supervisor. We have Georg Bestel, who was special effects makeup lab assistant. Dorothy Dealtree, who is the makeup sculptor, so she probably did a lot of the prosthetics. Edwin Erfman was a makeup artist 
And then we have Otto Fraunhofer. He did special effects, makeup lab assistant. Oh, man, they're getting worse. Horst, Horst Kirchberger was a makeup artist. We have Heiner Nehus was a makeup artist. And last was Hetty Pollock. Thank goodness. Sew <laughs> a needle pulling thread. La, a no to follow so. Tea, a drink with Jim and Brad. Where are you going with this, Judy? Because I Those are Birgitta is one of the kids. Yes. Georg is the captain's first name. Hey, I was in a production of Sound of Music when I was a freshman. I played Friedrich. <laughs> Please post pictures on the listener society. I don't know society. if there are any, but if there were, Please I don't know if I post them. Um, <laughs> I, I love that. I do have a favorite extra, though, I have decided. Okay. Seconds 15 to 20. There is, I am obsessed with this extra who is in the wrong spot and is trying to quietly get to where they are supposed to be, but is completely interrupting the speech by walking around during it. So <laughs> I actually have a note about that same person. Oh, bless. <laughs> Do you think she's related to Urgle? Oh, I don't know. She has the same hat that Urgle wears later on. Huh. Yeah, if you don't know who Urgle is or you don't remember, she's the wife of the scientist guy. And she had a very similar dress. But when you see, you actually get to see this person in another minute. And it's not Urgle, but it could be her sister. Well, and it's not, a spo- we decided no spoilers. Uh, er, there's no spoiler. There's no worrying about spoilers on this podcast. Goodness gracious, that's the opposite of what you kept saying. Oh my gosh. All right. But Urgle is a healer. So it would make sense if these are healers, even though in the movie they're totally not because they didn't even know the Empress was sick. But but I I kind of like that because maybe she's the only one who showed up. Maybe that's why she's walking around. She's like, guys, I told you. Like, that's why I came here. But I just, I really love the idea of an extra being like, oh, I'm supposed to be on this side of that guy. I'll just shuffle really quietly. (laughs) (laughs) So at second 26, you get a really good view of the three-eyed people that you were talking about, Scott. And I think it's interesting that, and I think this is along with the whole camouflage thing that you were talking about earlier and uh, yesterday with the faces, they didn't do the two people the same way. Mm -hmm. One face is opposite of the other so that they don't clash i guess and the two i believe it's the two fake faces are the closest together Mm -hmm. so that they kind of mesh the best and they don't have the the girl looking at the camera it's her fake face that's kind of pointed towards the camera thought it was really interesting i mean it sells the whole effect i think Mm -hmm. it also helps that they have weird hair which makes it distracting (laughs) Right, and this, the unibrow kind of thing. Yeah. That yeah. kind of pulls it all together as well. It's the only time that's a good look. <laughs> and she clearly sculpts her unibrow to be pointy. <laughs> well. Yeah, just a straight right angle. <laughs> you got to keep these things under control. You can level a shelf with those eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept with the fluffy necks, you know, the little uh Yeah. You don't want anyone... Necks. You yeah. do not want anyone asking questions about their necks. <laughs> now, when Someday, they kiss. Someone will do a podcast analyzing this minute by minute. We've got to make sure the necks are covered. <laughs> when they kiss, which mouth do they use? <laughs> Depends on who they're kissing. And does the other one feel left out? <laughs> Definitely. Well, it looks like, oh, and I, I don't know if you noticed this, but the, the lady Two-Face, um, she's got, she's rolling a crocodile tear. 
Yes, she's got cry. She's crying because she just found out about the uh, Empress. Yeah. Huh. I just came up with a whole new headcanon where she's in the DC universe. Oh, goodness. So He said Lady Two-Face, and that took my brain down a road. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> we don't talk about DC here. We're all Marvel. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. No, I never agreed to that. Oh, there's two, there's two fish people behind them. Yes. And you get oh. another view of the fish people, I think, later on. <laughs> the fish people are so great, and they're always just kind of off. To the yeah. side. How do you they know, there, there's a, every time we get a wide shot. I mean, I guess that one lady aside, there's not a lot of movement because everyone's everyone's you know focused. But every time we cut to one of these crowd shots, it just seems like constant movement. Like everyone's just shuffling around and moving spaces. But then in the wide shots, they're all standing still and staring. I always wonder what Aww. the direction is from from you know Wolfgang in those situations. Okay, yeah. I want you guys to to mingle, or you know, what is yeah. he telling these half people? Half of you are backwards, but that's okay. <laughs> or not half, but I've got to imagine not all those costumes are equally maneuverable. We should we should try to figure out. So if you go to second seventeen, we get to look at the people again. We should try to name some of these people, like oh, the, they're just so we remember them. So we've got you know the giant head people. Mm-hmm. We've okay. got. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting to seventeen. Okay. We've got, would you name the person from Peter Pan? Uh, Rufio. Yeah, Rufio person. Rufio. You've got the triplets up there in the back, up in the top. Oh, I see Yoda now. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yoda's at the base of the stairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got the triplets up at the top. You've got the plume heads right in front of them. You've got <laughs> Mr. Sinister and Disturbing up in the back that looks like a Darth Vader wannabe. Uh, he reminds me so much of the guys in Assassin's Creed. With his hood up like that. Yeah, but if you see the close-ups of him, his hood comes down, like, past his neck. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, is he one of the... Because there are a few guys with the hoods that, like, cover their whole face. It's super creepy. Yeah, and then their eyes have little indents as well. It's really creepy. Enjoy the nightmares, guys. Sorry. What would you guys call the triplets? Um, I'm trying to think of the names of the Andrew sisters now. (laughs) Aren't there three of them? I don't know. You, do you see you have like a Mr. Myster- uh, Dr. Mysterio here too, Scott? Right Dr. This- Dr. Mysterio? Yeah, Where? standing right next to Rufio. Oh, 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 you just Mysterio, not Dr. Oh, Mysterio. Oh, sorry, sorry. Just Mysterio. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jeez, yeah. Jeez, Thomas. Gosh. He's not, he did not earn his PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Although he likes to pretend he has a fake one put up on his office. Yeah, that I would believe, but it would, it would disappear in a poof of smoke. Right. Great, great stuff. And you've got the fairies down next to what looks like a piglet. <laughs> yeah. When you look at second 17 at the left of the screen, I I don't see it in the close-ups, but in this wide shot, there's a Star Wars cantina person with like the um, not quite a breath mask thing, but the tube goes down his chest. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. That looks like a relative. Yeah. Uh, Edrio Two Tubes, Long Lost Cousin, um, Steve One Tubes. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Goodness, that was a hard pull. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got there. You did it. So we find out that the Empress is dying. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Moses Gunn sounds like he's going to cry. And I, he looks like he's going I to cry. I don't love that. I can't handle it if he cries. <laughs> uh, but yes, the plot thickens. So one There's... thing I noticed here is when we get to look at a lot of these faces and stuff and, and all the different makeups, 
Apparently, blinking is very important. They did not want to make the same mistake that Jedi did with the Ewoks and have no blinking. Everybody blinks, even the three-faced people, both their eye, or all three of their eyes blink. So they they figured out that something happened that was incorrect in Jedi, and they wanted to make sure that they did not make the same mistake. <laughs> and they implemented it quickly because this came out in exactly March of one year later. Hmm. They look great. I hope everyone enjoys their Wednesday night nightmares <laughs> from looking closely at all these creatures. <laughs> There's too many faces. There's a lot of creepy people. In hoods running around, but is this uh, this flower petal thing uh, that he walked out of? <laughs> do you, do you guys think that's not that's not a room, right? It's like it's too small to be a room. Is it like an elevator? It, it's supposed to be a room inside where the Empress lives, but you're right. When they show it, it's way too small. Are you telling me none, no one here on this podcast can believe that it could be bigger on the inside? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, people. I'm going to go sit in the nerd corner. Of <laughs> well, it's... and she's a small girl, so she doesn't need that much room. Yes, and when we do see it later on in the movie, I believe there is only a bed in there. Oh, okay. so yeah. All right. It's very bright in a there. A bunk bed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know how she is seeing anything, because that lighting is very strong. Yeah. But it looks great for his dramatic speech. It does. I I like the idea that he's just like, okay, uh, yeah, you're definitely sick. All right, so set up the lights right here. (laughs) Um, I'm going to step out. Uh. I'm going to make sure you don't have seasonal affection. What's the A stand for in that disorder? Sad, which is the seasonal depression, oh. and you actually do sit like they recommend getting the lights, like a little plant lamp, but uh-huh. for people who need exposure to UV ray. Funny, because huh. I remember reading about it because I have people that friends that live up in Maine, and they were like, "Yeah, we know someone who has a little lamp. They just go sit by it for like half an hour, read a book every every afternoon in the winter." Okay, so... You're like, no, that's not it. (laughs) So, light therapy aside, (laughs) if we go to the second 45, one of the really wide shots, again, I can kind of go over some of the creatures we couldn't see before. At the very, almost center, almost the center of the screen by the little um, statue thing that's over in the corner, right below that is Yoda. Mm -hmm. Is that a fountain? It's a paper fountain, maybe. Okay. <laughs> if it's spitting anything, it looks like paper. <laughs> That's true. Well, no, but see, I see a giant Yoda at the base of the stairs with the ears. I think that's something the else. Head. The one that they point out is the small one up there. Mm-hmm. And I, I just know. wasn't seeing this picture before. I like the idea that there's a giant Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> and then down at the complete opposite side, if you see the fish people over in the, up at the top there, you see the <laughs> ET person and the C-3PO, and here's where you get a good view of the Ewoks. That's the two little guys, right? right? The two little guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the next feet that you see there is supposed to be the Mickey Mouse. Um, he's kind of covered in shadow on my screen, but I think if you brightened it up, you'd see him. And mm-hmm. then, like I said, at the base of the stairs here, directly down from where Chiron would be if you walk straight, you see Gumby. What I think is interesting is there's a horse sitting on its butt at the very back of the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks like it has a rider on it as well. That's weird. Yeah. 
Well, next to Gumby, though, there's two sets of legs, and I have a feeling it's just two people standing one in front of the other, but it almost looks like it could be a four-legged creature. I just want some representation for multi-legged creatures. That's the horse that's sitting on his butt. (laughs) No, he's off to the left. I know, but I'm saying there's a multi-legged creature right there. The horse sitting on his butt, of course. And then you have the no-legged creature with the fish. (laughs) I'm so... I was looking at this shot and trying to figure out what that was. And then I think it's in the next minute we get a really good shot of the fish again. Yeah, we do. The next minute's definitely got that. Oh, boy. Yeah, this looks great. It's funny because it does really remind me of, like, the seashell, the way the edges are with the hole, with the windows, but in a seashell, they'd be holes in that. Sorry, I'm just really in love with the set, guys. I almost made a dumb question there. I almost made a dumb question when I saw Nighthob sitting there and asked, what do you think this is made of? But then I remembered (laughs) it's the ivory tower. (laughs) (laughs) It's Wednesday, people. It's Wednesday. <laughs> We're halfway through the week. Oh, my goodness. It's a uh, <laughs> heck of a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's my uh, exact note. I was like, this is the ultimate to be continued. His name? Yeah. What? What about <laughs> his name? I I had written this as a note for the next minute, but I kind of wish the split had happened over a weekend just to drive all our listeners absolutely crazy. All right, so, so let's have some fun here for a second. What... Let's make up some stuff that he could be saying here. Okay, his Wonder name. Woman. His name. I'm thinking he could be saying his name is ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to think of a good. I mean, Luke Skywalker, right? <laughs> That's true. So many Star his Wars characters. His name is Anakin. <laughs> his name. Oh no, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> His Not name, that guy. His name is Joseph Campbell. <laughs> yep, Joseph Campbell is about to arrive, in case anyone was curious about how this uh, warrior hero quest thing is going to go. His name <laughs> is not important, but where he comes from is... <laughs> maybe there's, Maybe that's why there's so many creatures with all those faces, because it's a hero with a thousand faces. Oh, oh. whoa. <laughs> Deep pole, Scott. Deep pole. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to throw out my J- Joseph Campbell nerd cred. Yeah, for those no. that don't know Campbellian theory, that's that's very impressive, sir. <laughs> nice, nice. I need job. to. I need to like go rest and like think about what we've done here today. We have talked about how this is all symbolism for something. Oh. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was great. All right, so I think that's all I have for this minute. Do you guys have anything else? That's, I'm good. That, that's more than I could have even imagined. We're, we're going to end on this amazing note right here, and we'll we'll see you guys tomorrow and talk about some more Joseph Campbell. But that's, that's another, another story. story that shall be told another time. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler. I'm keeping your bones.